Heroes and villains, good guys and bad. Movies about the war are often clear cut about who is who, but reality is often a little murkier. While Japan, Germany, and Italy are most associated with the Axis forces who began the war in both Europe and Asia, it's easily forgotten that there were others who fought alongside them against the Allied powers. While we are right to condemn these nations' governments for siding with one of the most abhorrent regimes in history, like all nations in war, the men and women caught in the middle on all sides had moments of incredible bravery, heroism, and skill. In today's episode of the Wars of the World's Deadliest Combatants series, we're going to look at some of the most notable soldiers of those countries that fought alongside the Germans for much of the war. These are some of the deadliest pro-Axis soldiers of World War II. Like many countries, Hungary suffered economically during the Great Depression and relied heavily on trade, both with Nazi Germany and Italy. This garnered them a more favorable position with Berlin at the time, when nationalism was sweeping the country, fostering calls for lost territory from Romania and Czechoslovakia to be reclaimed. Hitler agreed to mediate these disputes, but in reality, put pressure on both countries to surrender the territory demanded by Hungary. In return, he demanded that Hungary join the Axis powers, which they did on November 20th, 1940. Hungarian troops participated in the invasion of Yugoslavia with the promise of yet more territory once the Balkan state had been overpowered. German troops who saw the Hungarians in action noted their brutality when dealing with the subjugated people. In fact, many German army officers were appalled, accusing them of engaging in a kind of murder tourism. Without doubt, the most important campaign Hungarian troops fought in was against the Soviet Union, but Hungarian involvement was primarily centered around preventing Romania from gaining more influence with Hitler, who may decide to reward the Romanians by returning their lost territory. Meanwhile, Hungary was being forced to adopt Germany's racial laws concerning the Jews and was becoming ever more reliant on the German economy and military. They also participated in mass shootings of Jews and civilians in Yugoslavia and the Soviet Union. Among the Hungarians fighting the Soviets was fighter pilot Dezo Zengiorgi. Joining the Royal Hungarian Air Force as a mechanic, he soon completed flight training and was assigned to fly Italian-built Fiat CR-32 biplane fighters. Shortly before heading to the Soviet front lines, he managed to get his hands on a Messerschmitt Bf 109. His first combat, however, was not a glorious one. Dispatched to investigate a twin-engined aircraft operating in his region, he soon found himself being fired upon, prompting him to return fire. The twin-engine plane went down, but was then identified as a German bomber. 
Since the German crew fired first, he was not reprimanded for the incident. His first actual victory against the Soviets was on June 26, 1943, when he took down a Soviet fighter. Five more Soviet planes would fall to his guns before he was withdrawn back to Hungary. Between June and August 1944, his guns were being trained on American planes, and he would claim four victories over B-24 Liberator bombers before going back to fighting the Soviets. He would end the war with 30 confirmed kills. At Stalingrad, the Hungarians suffered heavily, with 100,000 either being killed or captured in the retreat. This brutal loss effectively nullified the Hungarian army as an effective military force, and so when Hitler suspected the country of planning to switch sides in early 1944, there was little the country could do. In March, Hungary was occupied by German troops. Many soldiers and airmen, like St. Georgi, were either committed to what they saw as a greater fascist cause, or fearful of Soviet reprisals if they surrendered and continued fighting for the Nazis. However, other Hungarians fought back. There were some 600 Hungarian partisans fighting against the Germans and their own government during the war, but one of the most prominent was actually a Czechoslovakian immigrant. Pal Malata's father was a socialist, and the family was forced out of Czechoslovakia when Germany invaded. After gaining Hungarian citizenship by joining the army, he was posted to the Eastern Front, where he was captured. While in captivity, he agreed to join the Soviet-trained partisan movement in Hungary and was retrained in sabotage and assassination techniques. He was deployed back to his adoptive country where he recruited and trained others, as well as carried out numerous attacks himself. He was well known for his courage and became something of an anti-Nazi folk hero by the end of the war. Sadly, he would have a tragic end. In 1956, he was a colonel commanding an unarmored division stationed in Budapest when he was sent to help repress the Hungarian uprising. However, upon meeting with insurgents, he decided to instead join them, helping to defend the Killian barracks, and in doing so, was the most prominent Hungarian military figure to join them against the communist government. When the uprising failed, he was executed, alongside several others in a Budapest prison on June 16, 1958. Like much of Eastern Europe, Romania attempted to remain neutral when the war began, but soon Germany began demanding Romanian territory be ceded to Bulgaria, Hungary, and the Soviet Union based on older maps of Europe for their claims. Romania had no choice but to agree, and tempers flared, particularly with Hungary. The Romanian monarchy pinned their hopes on help from Britain and France, but by the summer of 1940, France was defeated, and Britain was in no position to help. Fascist elements within Romania now pushed for closer links to Germany, believing lost territory could be reclaimed through cooperation with Berlin. There were also those in Romania who believed they had no choice but to cooperate with Germany, lest they suffer their own German invasion. What followed was a period of political turmoil, in which the country's prime minister was assassinated and the king forced to abdicate, with his 19-year-old son taking his place as a figurehead. 
Romania now turned firmly into the German camp, becoming a member of the Tripartite Pact on November 23, 1940. Romania committed a quarter of a million troops to Germany's invasion of the Soviet Union. In the battle for Stalingrad, Romanian troops under General Yuan Sion reformed into a 15,000 strong fighting column tasked with covering the German retreat. During 96 hours of fighting between November 21st and 24th, 1942, Sion and his men were attacked by tanks and infantry, and despite having no anti-tank weapons, they managed to hold their line longer than anyone could realistically be expected to. Demoralized, cold, hungry, and out of ammo, General Yuan Sion is said to have taken their last satchel of hand grenades and attacked a T-34 tank by himself. He was the only Romanian general to be killed in combat during World War II. Romania's leading ace pilot was Constantin Cantacuzino. Hailing from a prominent Romanian family, he was a gifted pilot who thrilled crowds with daring aerobatics before the war, and was one of Romania's leading test pilots. As his country became embroiled in the war, he demanded to join a fighter unit and was soon flying German-supplied Messerschmitt Bf 109s. On May 5th, 1943, he arrived on the front line and was named commander of the 58th Fighter Squadron. On June 29th, he and his wingmen were escorting Romanian bombers when they were attacked by a group of Soviet fighters. With his wingmen hit and forced to return to base, he took on the superior Soviet force single-handedly and downed two Soviet planes before he was forced to make a crash landing. On August 5th, 1943, he was flying alone when he spotted a large force of Soviet ground attack planes. He launched a fast attack on his own, downing two before making his escape, pursued by the Soviets. He then shot down one of the pursuing Soviet planes before ultimately managing to escape. One of his most notable combats was against Soviet ace Nikolai F. Kumashin, who had himself 12 kills to his name before he was shot down by Cantacuzino. Having suffered terrible losses during and after Stalingrad, and as the Soviets began pushing the Axis back, Romania began to move closer to joining the Allied cause. On August 23, 1944, Romania switched sides and Cantacuzino was now flying his German-built Bf 109 against the German Luftwaffe. On August 3rd, he shot down three German bombers, bombarding Bucharest as a punishment for joining the Allies. By the war's end, he had 43 confirmed kills to his name against Soviet, German, and American aircraft, with an additional 11 unconfirmed. When World War II broke out, Bulgaria initially declared itself neutral, but with a new government formed on February 16, 1940, the country moved closer towards supporting Germany. Almost one year later, Bulgaria signed a non-aggression pact with the Axis powers before becoming a signed-up member on March 1, 1941. Within days, Bulgaria was being used by German troops as a staging area from which to attack Yugoslavia and Greece, while in return, Bulgarian forces were permitted to occupy Yugoslav Macedonia and part of Serbia. 
However, Bulgaria made efforts to stay out of the war with the Soviet Union and retained its troops for its own defense, even after Germany forced Bulgaria to declare war on Britain and the United States. Eventually, as the war turned on Germany, Bulgaria began to fear reprisals, especially in late 1944 when the Soviet Union declared war on Bulgaria now that they were within striking range. The pro-German Bulgarian government were replaced, and there was a desperate attempt to re-establish a position of neutrality, but the Allies were not willing to accept. After the end of the fighting, Bulgaria was drawn into the Soviet Union's communist sphere. Being away from the front lines did not leave Bulgaria unscathed, and on several occasions, the small Bulgarian air force found itself fending off Allied bombers. Bulgaria's highest scoring ace against the Allies was Stoyan Stoyanov, with 15 aerial victories to his name by the war's end. Before the war, he trained in Germany on the more advanced fighter aircraft the Luftwaffe was operating, such as the Messerschmitt Bf 109, before then passing this knowledge on to his own countrymen as they acquired examples of the aircraft for their own use. He participated in Bulgaria's attack on the American bombers raiding Ploesti, claiming his first victory, and defended attacks on his homeland until November of 1944, when he turned his guns on German ground troops. He remained in the Air Force after the war, mainly serving as an instructor, and died in 1992. Similar to the case in Hungary, not all Bulgarians approved of their relationship with Nazi Germany particularly as Bulgaria became complicit in the Holocaust. This led to a partisan movement which fought against Nazi Germany and the Bulgarian government at home and abroad, and one name is most associated with the start of this movement. Born in 1901, Ivan Kozarev was always considered a rebellious youth but few adults would ever have guessed that this trait would lead to the beginning of the Bulgarian resistance to Nazi Germany's grip on the country. In 1941, he was implicated in the murder of two police officers and fled the country for Yugoslavia. Fighting against the Nazis with the Yugoslav partisans, he learned the skills necessary for waging a guerrilla war, and he soon returned home to form one of Bulgaria's first partisan movements. As their leader, Kozarev centered his group in the Piran Mountains near Razlog, where they harassed German and pro-German Bulgarians, as well as encouraged other partisan groups to join their fight. Tragically, Kozarev would not see the end of the war, being killed by friendly fire while out on operations. Given the secret nature of their operations, exact figures on how many Bulgarians fought in partisan groups at home or abroad vary wildly. Early figures put the number at around 30,000, but this is now considered unreliable, and the actual figure was closer to 10,000. Either way, like all partisan groups, their effectiveness was not limited to their actual operations, but included the efforts the Germans went to counter them or protect against them, diverting vital troops and resources away from the front lines. Sacrificing their own lives to be a thorn in the side of the Nazis, leaving them vulnerable to blows from their more powerful enemies. And there you have the most notable and successful soldiers from pro-Axis countries in World War II. Please leave a comment down below with your own thoughts, and remember to like this video and subscribe to support the channel.
Thank you for watching, and I'll see you next time.